Welcome to Kauaian Cafe, where every sip serves a tale and every tale weaves the bamboo heartbeat of the Philippines. This is Rika, your host. Dive in as we unfold the lush stories and sustainable trails of our beloved bamboo landscapes. I actually have two questions. Number one, the importance of bamboo education. You know, so let's talk about bamboo education. Why is this? Now that you've been in the Philippines doing Hawaiian Collective for four years, dealing with the entire supply chain all the way to the end user, right? And then so we're talking about supply process, utilization, and utilization in a retail sense, and then utilization in a more supplier type of sense, right? Where you're the one supplying or you're the one selling straight to the end user. Why is bamboo education important and why does it matter? Yeah, bamboo education at all levels really important. Like for everyone to change their perception of it being this not durable material into something that's long lasting and beautiful. So it starts with how you use it and how you make it more durable and how you treat it. A lot of people don't leave it until they see it. So that's been a big part is having people come here. Last year we did a lot of education here on like what the starter house kit is and how we treat all the bamboo and make it termite and look look free. So once they see it, they believe it. And I think Courses like Family Bootcamp, places like Wine Collective, products like Bambike is making or others are crucial to like changing perceptions that bamboo is not a good material. So in order the reason why it makes sense is so that bamboo can grow up and right, like get out of this shell of either being really the last resort use it just for a fence or use it if you don't have any other material to like being like something you can count on every day like to build your house out of it and get comfortable in it so yeah i think there's still a long way to go we always get architects sending us designs that don't consider sun and rain exposure and all that sort of stuff so yeah i think education of everyone's so important in order for bamboo to, to thrive in the Philippines. What do you say from the time you started the line collective so now you have progressively kind of improved um, in terms of running a social enterprise that's focused on health products? I hope we've improved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've learned every day just by working with the material and failing a lot. So sometimes you get calls from, or pictures from photo, uh, from customers of like mold or maybe some infestation. And yeah, we always check like, okay, how is that treated? Or how, what process did it go through? Could it have been pulled from somewhere else and didn't get properly treated? So yeah, we've had to do it every day or else we die. <laughs> now, do you see a shift in the 
in this year, like maybe you'd say five in the last five years. Um, we're we collecting that it was only three years old, but you know, it was four years old, but then before it officially opened, you already did a lot of your legwork, obviously. Or was it, it wasn't like you thought of it today and then tomorrow, it's day one. Right, yeah. So, um, through that five year process, do you see that the market, Mm. There's an increase in interest in bamboo now. Yeah, definitely. There's an increase in treated bamboo for sure. Like before, people just had to do it on their own. You know this. Like they've had to harvest and treat and haul everything. So yeah, it's a huge pain. Sure, people just want to build with bamboo. So yeah, I, I think also people want to do huge buildings out of bamboo and be like. A landmark or like some sort of statement that they are in touch with culture and the Philippines. So I think there's a lot of those types of projects out there that are increasing the demand. And yeah. how many going collectives do we need to satisfy this demand? We need one wherever there's family supply. Every collective in every town that has at least 3,000 pumps and that right next to the corn and rice mill, like you said, we have to make it as common as that because it's an amazing resource and it has to be utilized. Do you think it's important for a processing facility, especially a bamboo processing facility, to first build with their products to show credibility? Yeah, I think it's important to show that you trust that the material that much to invest and uh, make own, your own structures with that. I guess it would be interesting to buy bamboo from like a hollow block hardware store. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem right, right? It seems like you need to see samples in real life to be convinced. Yeah. Being used, right? Yeah, being used. Yeah, because we have, we, we ran across a few bamboo processing facilities. And when we asked, have you built anything with it? The answer is always we haven't been able to produce poles for our use because we've been so busy. Oh wow. That's and nice. Like, okay. <laughs> I think you should test it first, right? Yeah. But just as oh, yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah, you gotta live in it first. You gotta live in a house to realize what you're selling to your customer. Like if there is a problem, you wanna be the first to know. Okay. Yes. Uh, and I think that's why I like bamboo, bamboo and bato is because mm. your house is your showroom and you don't really have to sell. It's like, here it is, take it or leave it, and then, yeah. you know, have a good merry way. It's yeah. a great yeah. way of doing that. So cool. now that we've yeah. talked about what you guys are doing, obviously we're here because we know that we are aligned and we love, I think this is something that people should know about. Um, and consider, like I said to everybody, it's going to take a long time for you to have any type of competition because one facility can only serve X amount of clients. Yeah. There's way more of them. And, yeah. you know, if you make it con conveniently available nearby, then that's another story. More, Even more people are going to want to build, right? Yeah. Do you think the same as well? Yeah, I guess the demand, I think, is there. It's just that initial investment and like Amy likes to say, getting that like runway of like, 
your base Baha'i or your IKEA or whatever to make sure that you can get that monthly order and then and see who else wants anything that you can do for them. Yeah. Cool. So now on now we're done with that side. Let's talk about the family bootcamp experience for you as a host. You okay. know, like I know you've seen it, you've been there a few days, you've seen it in action. But I'm sure it's, it was a different experience to be the yeah. host. Yeah. So how was that experience for yeah. Well, luckily you guys are, you got it dialed in in terms of like what you need and where everything needs to be. And, um, but yeah, it was, I think, an investment in time. And it's great though. It's great energy. It's worth it, I think, to be able to meet the people, actual participants and have a relationship with them because we've been here for legends, but it's just been in and out. So getting to actually, yeah, work with them and have meals with them has been great. Thank you for joining us on Kawaiian Cafe. Let's not just admire bamboo, let's live it. Remember to subscribe, spread the word, and leave us some insights. Till next time, bamboo high!